Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Early to bed. Early line with Joe Raineri and Dane Martinez. Line up, ladies! All right, let's get at it here, guys. Uh, plenty going on uh, towards the weekend. Obviously, not only uh, college hoops, the NBA, XFL starts uh, on uh, over the weekend too. So we'll uh, we'll bring in our good friend Mike Blewett tomorrow. Uh, who will be hosting a show on the weekends uh, covering the XFL all season long. Hopefully they have a little bit more money and last a little bit longer than the uh, the AAF did there. So uh, we'll, we'll hope anyway. Uh, but Would you bet there that? Is, Would you bet that? Would uh, you bet what, that the XFL will crown a champion at least? Or will they f- well, fizzle yeah. before they even crown a champion like yeah. the AAF? It's, it's Vince McMahon. So I'm going to assume he's got a few more bucks in the pocket. Uh, they have Vince a legit TV deal. Yeah, I was going to say, Vince doesn't do anything that requires his own money. He tried it last time, and what? when it became his own money, he was like, nope, I'm good, I'm out, so, see you later, bye. Uh, so, yes, they'll they'll definitely be around. And it, uh, I know it'll garner some interest early on. Uh, there are some bigger names, bigger coaches, those yeah. types of things involved in it. So uh, it'll be interesting to dive into that. But also, uh, it looks like uh, a lot of talk about Phillip Rivers. We told you he moved to Florida. And uh, he's in our, our backyard here, Dane. And it looks mm. like uh, the early odds-on favorite is two places. One, Tampa Bay. Tampa, right? Two, and the teams we talked about, Indianapolis. Uh, that looks to be the Frank two Wright. odds-on favorites. Yep. Yeah, going to Frank Wright or staying with uh, Bruce Arians. And I think both of those, and I love things that make sense. Uh, and we talked about it. Yes, absolutely. Two organizations that could use uh, a one-year kind of uh, you're not sold on. You don't want to invest what thirty million dollars in Jameis. Okay, I get it. You can get Philip Rivers probably for a hell of a lot less for one year. Establish if you think you can win now. I think Indy thinks they they've got the pieces in place, and I certainly think that Tampa Bay uh, after a year now. I think they're working on something uh, pretty good there. They're going to be a hell of a lot better come next year. And Rivers, if nothing else. Uh, you know, how many coordinators did he go through in, San- in, uh, yeah. in the Chargers? I-, I think Arians and Reich are two guys that can probably maximize what he's got left in the tank. Yeah, I have one concern about the Tampa Bay thing, but we'll talk about it on the other side of the news update. You got it. All right, let's get to Dan Stratford. Let's get you the latest headlines from around the world of sports here on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Sports Grid News Update. The latest in NBA moves as we prepare for the 3 p.m. Eastern trade deadline later today. Shamstrani of The Athletic reported late Wednesday night that the Philadelphia 76ers jumped into the trade market to fortify their bench, landing forward Glenn Robinson III and guard Alec Burks in a trade with the Golden State Warriors. Philadelphia is sending Golden State a 2020 second-round pick via Dallas, a 2021 second-round pick via Denver, and a 2022 second-round pick via Toronto. The Memphis Grizzlies have agreed to a deal to send Andre Iguodala to the Miami Heat. 
Iguodala agreed to the trade, and he also agreed to a two-year, $30 million extension with Miami. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN and Shams Charania both reported on the potential deal Wednesday night. Justice Winslow is expected to be part of the package headed to Memphis. This deal could expand further with Oklahoma City sending Danilo Gallinari to the Heat. That's according to ESPN. Jimmy Butler did leave the Heat contest Wednesday night with a strained shoulder and should go for an MRI today. The Hawks, who just traded for Clint Capella, made a deal with the Sacramento Kings. Atlanta gets Dwayne Dedman and two second-round picks, while the Kings get Alex Glenn and Jabari Parker. Dallas forward Kristaps Porzingis announced after the Mavericks game Wednesday night that he had, in fact, broken his nose during the contest. He'll see a doctor at some point today. In baseball, according to Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic, that three-team, five-player Mookie Betts trade is being hung up due to some concerns over medicals. And New York Yankees starting pitcher James Paxton is expected to miss three to four months after undergoing back surgery on Wednesday. The Yankees announced that Paxton underwent surgery addressing pain that had in fact started during last season. The surgery was performed in Dallas. I'm Dan Straffer and this has been your Sports Grid News Update. It's the early line with Joe Raineri and Dane Martinez. All right, guys, happy Thursday as uh, as we get ready for another very profitable day here across the association and college hoops. Uh, some NFL news, uh, of course, we mentioned that uh, Philip Rivers definitely uh, in Florida right now, living, moved his whole, all 28 of them uh, are yeah, here really. now in Florida. Uh, he's got a nice piece of the Everglades uh, to fit them all out there, but uh, Tampa Bay is certainly an odds-on favorite in some books here that uh, that is a possible fit. I happen to think Philadelphia, um, Indianapolis simply because uh, his best year, uh, in fact, one of his best years over the last five years was when Frank Wright was the offensive coordinator right. in San Diego with him. Yep. And he knows exactly who Philip Rivers is. And, you know, a lot of, I think, what the problem with Philip Rivers last year was uncertainty, lack of trust, trying to do too much uh, because he kind of felt the pressure going on there, and I, I get it. And if he's going to land anywhere, if Arians ends up sticking with Jameis, I get Frank Wright doing it. I don't think Frank Wright or anybody else really thinks uh, that uh, they that? are going to go ahead and, and, and that he's the answer. I just don't think Frank Wright is going to have, if he has enough confidence, and they've already, there are reports, they're already looking at pursuing and trying to figure out a way to get him in there. Uh, that tells you everything you need to know about what Frank Wright thinks of Jacoby Brissett moving forward. Yeah, listen, I like the Indianapolis fit a little bit better than Tampa, and let me explain why. You know, first of all, remember, this time last year, Jacoby Brissett was QB2 for the Colts, mm -hmm. right? Andrew Luck was supposed to be their starting quarterback. I believe Jacoby Brissett is one of the best 35 to 40 quarterbacks on planet Earth. OK, I think he is a, a high end backup or a serviceable kind of game manager in the NFL. But we saw as the season went along, it kind of fall off the cliff a little bit. I like Frank, the Frank Reich, Philip Rivers connection. That makes sense to me. Tampa, Joe, I don't know if I like that fit. I honestly don't. Two reasons why. One, have you met Tampa Bay's left tackle Donovan Smith? He yeah, is a right. turnstile, Joe. He is yep. a turnstile. And Jameis at least had some mobility, okay? Philip Rivers doesn't, all right? And here's the other thing. If you're Tampa, when you had Jameis Winston, 
what was the bugaboo about Jameis? Mm. The interceptions, right? He set a record. 30 interceptions last year. It was absolutely crazy. When I think Phillip Rivers, though, Joe, Phillip Rivers is similar in the idea that he'll throw that YOLO ball up. Phillip Rivers was, had 20 interceptions last year. He was third in the NFL behind only Jameis and Baker Mayfield. So to me, Phillip Rivers is almost just a veteran version of Jameis not mm. taking care of the ball, and he's less mobile than Jameis. And when you have an offensive line with big-time question marks on the blind side, like I mentioned, Donovan Smith, and he even ended the year with an Achilles injury, so I don't even know who's, who's behind that. If they don't address the left side of the offensive line, you don't want a guy like mm. Phillip Rivers, who is a statue, and when he feels the pressure, will throw it up the same way Jameis Winston did. If you want another quarterback in Tampa, don't you want someone who will take care of the ball? And that's not Phillip Rivers. But again, Phillip Rivers is only a year removed from 32 touchdowns and 106 uh, quarterback rating. It, it was a unique situation. I, I'm almost willing to give him a pass because of how dysfunctional that organization has certainly been, certainly from a coaching staff. It's Wizenhud, it's Galvin Gordon. Is he playing? Is he not playing? Sure. A, injuries across the line there also. Phillip Rivers has always been a guy that feels, if I don't get it done, it ain't getting done. There were a number of plays in games uh, that it came down to it where the defense let him down. Uh, the defense got decimated. So now, hey, Phillip, go down and score two touchdowns in two and a half minutes, would you please? So I, I kind of give him a pass for last year, but the guy is what he is, guys. He's never been – he's just never had both sides of the ball working for him in, in, a, in, in a great way. We thought maybe a couple of years ago when he won that game in Baltimore, the, and then, of course yeah. – you can't get past Tom Brady because you can't get past Tom Brady. But don't that's not, to me, a knock on him. A lot of guys can't get past Tom Brady. So I, I, we get it. I, I A fresh start might be exactly what he needs. But there aren't two guys I trust better to get, you know, Phillip Rivers, the best out of Phillip Rivers, and put him in, really put him in a situation to be able to succeed. I, I think Arians is one of them. And I certainly know that Frank Wright is one of them because yeah. he's done it before. And really, you've got to, you know, you commit to Rivers for one year, right? Yeah. One year. You know, they, you're you're going to have to commit to Jameis for another four or five years here, guys. So, you're like, you're going to have to commit long-term to Jameis if that's the route you're going to want to go. Uh, to your point, listen, Brissett was a backup quarterback to start with. Uh, what we learned last year, he's a great number two. That's what I'm he's saying, great, right? He's a great number two. I mean, and there's no shame in that because we know how important paid. those guys are. He got paid. Exactly. It's and all he got good. some money. But you can see it in the contract, no right? They gave him like, what, was yep. it two years and like 17 to 20 million around that yeah, number? it was the we'll that's, see kind of. That's yeah, bridge exactly. kind of money, right? Exactly. The only yep. thing I'll say, and the last point here, Joe, though, the, the Colts offensive line, Joe, is so much better than Tampa's. Oh, million times better. And Phillip Rivers yeah. is a old man, bro. Like, you don't yep. want him be in that situation. I don't know that Tampa's right. I love him. I like I, Arians, I yep. but I just think, eh, he's not conservative I, like Jameis. You need someone different. Yeah, no, I love Indy for him. I think it's a great Indy pick. makes sense. Yep, and that could be what they need to get past that next level. So yep. keep an eye on that. The Browns also making news. New sheriff in town. We'll talk about it next year on the grid. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. How do you spot where the pro money, the sharp money is going when you've got, oh, I don't know, 60, 100, 120 games on a board in college hoops? We'll uh, we'll show you a little trick of the trade here uh, coming up. But I did want to I, I saw the story come across in the NFL, which, uh, of course, never dies. It just, you know, it uh, it just lingers. Yeah. And uh, while we told you uh, the Philip Rivers uh, situation becomes very, very interesting come you know, less than 30 days, Dane, we've got ourselves a new NFL year. We also have the NFL and Roger Goodell, the Players Association and Goodell meeting here. It looks like that 17 game schedule is going to happen. It also looks like the players are going to get a point and a half more of the uh, of the revenue share. So it all seems to be puppy dogs and rainbows right now between the union and the NFL. Uh, point and a half is worth an extra game, Dane, apparently, because that looks like what they're going to settle on. <laughs> But I thought it was great. They introduced the new uh, the new GM for the Browns. Uh, and okay. for those of you guys that don't know, the uh, the Browns definitely have a new general manager. And I loved what he said. I loved his approach right off the bat. Uh, Andrew Berry came in and he basically at the uh, at the press conference made no qualms about it, man, did not beat around the bush. Um, he's very clearly sent a message to guys like Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham Jr. and Miles Garrett and others saying right. that basically um, you were either going to fit into culture of being smart, tough and accountable here or you will not be a Cleveland Brown. And that goes for everybody. I don't care who you are. Um, so given the fact that we've got and, and more than anything else, I think guys like Odell need Yep. They need structure. They they absolutely need structure because otherwise you got them showing up, slapping cops in the ass, uh, you know, uh, dropping uh, cash to uh, college Even players on college television. Yeah. <laughs> like so. And I get it. And then, of course, you've got Kareem Hunt who gets pulled over and tells a cop right. he'd never pass a drug test. And, of course, the cop lets him go. But um, it, it's good. It, it's uh, finally a guy that had no problem getting up there and instead are catering and uh, sucking up made it known that I don't really give a rip who you are. New head coach, Kevin Stefanski, he's already been on right. record saying, yeah, Odell and I are going to have a one-on-one. We're going to have a, you know, I'm sure. going to give him an opportunity for a fresh start here in Cleveland. And again, that basically, read between the lines, that means you got one shot here, dude. That's right, this ship is up it. and shape like, out. Right, right, right. I am your, exactly it. Or, uh, or you know, you're, you're pretty much finished here. And by the way, you ain't getting any younger, so... Uh, it's your act is getting kind of tired here with a lot of these guys. So they are, if nothing else, Dan, I think going to be a very interesting team to watch this year from that standpoint of new leadership at the top, new head coach, new philosophy, same players, but yeah. will there be, and how will this work? Cause we saw how it worked with Greg Williams right. and a disciplinarian and a guy, no nonsense, you know, football guy. Let's see what happens here with a GM that uh, that is also right there with him going, yeah, either you fit in, guys, or your ass is out of here. And uh, and I think that's exactly what they need in Cleveland. I do, too. 
I do too. And they're saying the right things, right? Both the GM and Stefanski are saying the right things. I like the, pr- I like the tone they are setting. I like the way they're putting it out there. Nothing we ever got from the other two, uh, the but, two uh, jerk-offs there. But here's the thing, Joe. I'll believe it when I see it, you know? Well, that, that's Cleveland, yes. You that's know what Cleveland. I mean? Like, I, what they are saying sounds right to me, sounds like what they need to be saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, Joe, I also remind you, remember last year in preseason when Freddie Kitchens got in front of the mic and said that, like, we won't have leaks here. You know, yeah. we're going to keep it in-house, and if, if you leak, we'll fire you. Me and John Dorsey have agreed. Like, that's what's going to happen. That didn't happen. You know what I mean? They, they, they steamrolled him, right? And, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the kids and the players were running the damn culture in the locker room. So... Now that they're saying the right things, and I believe that that is what should happen, that is the approach, that should be the tone and the culture set, I still want to see what happens when, you know, Baker is giving quotes in the magazine again in this, this summer. Or when Odell, you know, ha- has a new sneaker line out. Or whatever the case may be. Or Kareem Hunt gets pulled over again, you know. Or Miles Garrett wants to appeal his suspension. Well, you know... Yes, they're saying the right things. I want to see if they have the backbone to enforce the culture they are saying they are going to have. And that remains to be seen still, Joe. Well, you, uh, you make it a point to, to call them out at your own introductory press yeah. conference, not puppy dogs and rainbows I like we you. got with everyone else. And don't forget, Freddie Kitchens was only hired because he was the, uh, he was the buddy favorite of yeah. Baker and covered him at never, yeah. never held Baker responsible for anything. And that kind of trickled on, uh, on down the line. So good for them. Let's see. Let's see what they got. Saying the the right things. I just want to see it happen. I love the, uh, for the very first time that we get a, uh, you know, a Cleveland guys that are going up there, not telling the world how they're going to win everything, but right. more or less that there is and making it known that accountability is on its way here to Cleveland, which is something they have not had in a very long time. So uh, kudos to them. We'll see exactly how that goes. And there's a lot to be determined here. First and foremost, with the NFL meeting with the uh, uh, with the players union, if they hammer out that deal, no strike, no nothing like that. Players get more money. Owners get networks, get an extra game. Right. And everybody is happy. And uh, for at least another eight to 10 years, which is what it sounds like it's going to do at this point. Uh, and the revenue numbers uh, just continue to grow, Dane, which is amazing to me. Uh, look if they no get further. the extra game, are the players going to get marijuana? They haven't said it, but you gotta think. What right, because it's a quid pro quo, right? It's a you yeah. get this, we get that. Right. So what yep. is it that the players want? More revenue sharing, or yeah. this idea yeah. about you know maybe health insurance for veterans? You know, like what is it that the players are gonna want in this negotiation? Well, on the se- on the scale of it, it's they want an extra point and a half. So they don't want the owners. They they want to get what they feel should be a fair share. And revenue sharing. They right? are needing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and revenue sharing. So they listen, a point and a half on the uh, on a billion dollar industry is a lot more money right. being able to go towards uh, towards right. the players to be able to share in it. So uh, they will discuss obviously the deal based uh, on 17 game season which they are trying to uh, level out. I get it from the owner's standpoint. They're going, listen, you want more money, right? Well, yep. so do we. Does that and come with a second buy? If they go to 17, would they put they in a second buy? They haven't talked about it. Yet. Right. They haven't made any of that public. So, But what they are basically saying is that if you want the more money, 
then the networks are willing to pay, but the networks the want more programming. They want an extra game, not a preseason game. My thought is that they'd go ahead and remove a preseason game because, again, the, the owners aren't going to say they're not going to just cut revenue from a game. It's just not going to happen. They're going to go, all right, three preseason games. Just turn the preseason into a regular season. We're going to go ahead and, and maybe start a little week later or a week earlier, that kind of thing. Uh, but, again, the NFLPA, to your point, it, depending on what the players want to do here, they could say, yeah, listen, a point and a half is nice. But it's a negotiation, we want, right. We want marijuana. We want this. We want that. You know, um, but let's see exactly where they stand. It's being it's being leaked. And why would it be leaked? And there's only, only one reason why right. puppy dogs and rainbows would be right. leaked. So it's either coming from the union or it's coming from the NFL that uh, it looks like they're on the same page. Uh, but they've, you know, it, it, certainly giving us the impression that the players' union is on board with what the uh, what the owners and what the league is proposing, and that may include marijuana. I don't know how high up on the list it is for the players' association. Um, yeah, I mean, I know money, obviously, top sure. priority. I know they care about the health so, benefits for retired yes, players. I know absolutely. that is one of their. Yep. Talking Absolutely. points and negotiation, and I do yep. believe marijuana and like you know that's one of them as well. How they yep. go for both back and forth in negotiation, I yep. wonder. But you know, Joe, like, and the idea of pushing it back, maybe adding the buy. Remember, I think the schedule is yep. very interesting. I want to see the Super Bowl the day before President's Day, so it does become a de facto national holiday, and they're only two weeks away from that. When we get to schedule, one thing I did see though, Joe, the the Jaguars are going to play two. Home games. Yes. In London. Yes. Moving yep. forward. Uh, and boy, are they pissed off in Jacksonville because as soon as that was announced, here comes the petitions. I love how people gather and put a petition uh, up on there. And they want, uh, they're fighting, they're pissed off. And listen, I don't blame them. Jacksonville, if you're a season ticket holder. If you're a season holder, ticket holder, word. It's a great, listen, it's a great. A quarter of your town, games. Believe it. They a quarter are of the games aren't there. there. Yeah, they are diehards in Jacksonville. Make no mistake about it. Yeah. It's they, you know, those guys have been there from the very beginning with the Tom Coughlin days. They, uh, you know, they do love their football in Jacksonville and uh, be able to, you know, two home games now in London. They're going to stay there. It's going to be back to back, no less. So it's basically going to be two weeks in London. They're not coming back and going back. Mm. They're going to stay there for two weeks. And that seems to be what it is. But Jags, Jags fans are pissed off and I don't blame them. I, and, and you know what? You know who else should be pissed off? The businesses in and around the stadium sure. that look forward to all the bars know, that in that room. area, the Hell hotels. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd be pissed too. You're screwing them as well as the fans. It's the whole area, Every, right? It's absolutely. the whole area. And we've absolutely. seen this. I think the best example of this, Joe, is in Cleveland, right? With LeBron James and how they brought that, the entire neighborhood, you know, kind of came back to life as the Cavaliers were good again. And listen, right. there are eight home games for Jags, you know, fans. If you're buying season tickets, you know, yes. you, you lose two of them. And yeah, yep. okay, I got two preseason games. You know, two preseason games, two games in London. You know, that's four out of the ten that you, you are forced to buy that are of no use to you. Use absolutely useless and and Khan actually yeah he talked about why two games in England I don't know if it's gonna fly though yeah I don't think it was gonna fly but he basically is saying listen we were twenty second in average attendance last year right in the NFL yeah, but they finished twenty fifth in in tickets sold ninety three percent 
And when you go to Wembley, Dan, what is it? Eight, 70, 80,000 sure, people show up event. to watch. Sure. I get it. But if I'm con, I get it. But tell that to the local pub owner. That's what you I'm know saying. What I mean? It's the same it thing sucks. like the Rays, right? We're going to split their time in Montreal. Like, that it just sucks. makes it hard. And what free agents are going to want to sign there knowing that they're going to have to go across the pond twice a year? I don't, yeah. I don't like it. Yep, and I think he's sending a message. Well, listen, all right, you're that upset. Come to more games. You got six of them. Yeah, I hear that. You got six more home games. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions. Pacers are an interesting team, but like a lot of teams that are without their superstar, and let's not call him a superstar, let's call Oladipo a star, but he's been out for a while, and you saw the Pacers were a good basketball team without him. And now Oladipo is back, and he's missing shots. They're trying to work him back into the offense. And this happens time and time and time again, man. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid Network. So I mentioned there a little uh, trick of the trade, guys, when you uh, this time of year, when you have a inordinate amount of uh, of games in college basketball and you've got over 60 tonight, you'll have, you know, close to 150 over the weekend. It's it gets a little monotonous. I mean, if you have 20, it's a little bit easier to look at the board and see where some of that early line movement is going, Dane, and be able to pinpoint. Okay, uh, this is where, you know, this is where the pros are looking. This is why it's moving. Uh, So you can kind of, you can look at the board and have a pretty good idea of what games they're focusing on. But when you get 100 games, 120 games, guys, it gets a little monotonous. It gets a little hard to figure out. Holy crap, like what is going on? But a trick that a lot of guys use, and it's something that you need to kind of just get in the habit of doing if you want to dive into some college hoops here over the next month. Understand that the overnight lines and the line movement will tell you everything that you need to know about where the sharp money is coming, especially when you have huge amounts of games and you look down, Dane, and all of a sudden you see Bethune Cookman just moved two points. Right. And when you notice that, you know, understand that the pros aren't betting Duke overnight, guys. They are betting, you know, Houston Baptist and, uh, you know, Incarnate World. They are betting a lot of the games that you don't even know exists. Uh, For instance, uh, tonight on the board, you've got games like uh, Liberty in Jacksonville, not a game that you would necessarily go, why, who, where the hell is yeah. Liberty to begin with? Yeah, well, there is line movement in that game, and that line movement is clearly on Liberty, and I am fairly certain nobody from the public then right. is waking up overnight Absolutely. and betting Liberty basketball, or Lipscomb for that matter, sure. which is a- another game here, guys. Get a load of this. Lipscomb, North Alabama, opened up at as a total of 145. Guys, it is down to 140. Oh, wow, that's a big but move. What does that tell <laughs> that's you? That's a about, big move. Again, unless Lipscomb's got this crazy group of uh, investors there somewhere that's doing it. So, 
it, it's the bachelor with, and his wife start with those extra it's the bachelor games, and his wife that's and understand that <laughs> yes guys no, while it's nice to get 120 games yeah. they are often overnight not looking at kentucky yes. duke you know north carolina pay attention to a lot of those extra card games a lot of yeah. the lower you know conferences you didn't you don't know Absolutely. sacred heart uh, North Carolina, Asheville, take a look at some of those games and you see movement there from overnight. I can assure you there's a good chance that is yeah. coming from some of the pros. And if they're betting those games, guess what? There's a reason for it and there's an edge to be had. So it's mm-hmm. something to keep in mind. If it's 20 games, 15 games on a schedule, guys, you can look at the look at the 15 games. You, you'll be able to tell where it's going. But 60, 80, 100, Dane. I can tell you where they're going, and it ain't going to Kentucky. I can tell you that. Listen, what you're in essence saying, Joe, is combining two of the 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 strategies, right? That we talk about here on the early line, and that we talk about on Sports Grid. The two strategies are this: one, follow the money, right? We talk about how the sharps get in, and that's what will move the lines, right? Not necessarily the public. It is the sharps, and it's the sharps who are up at 5 a.m. making these kind of bets and moving the money. The other thing that we say all the time, Joe, is that the books themselves have a certain amount of staff, right, and a certain amount of capacity or bandwidth to analyze all these games and hang numbers. And they're diverting their attention to the NFL, to the NBA, to Power Five conferences. That's why we talk about things like, oh, I don't know, Joe, you know, Ivy League college basketball. That's why we talk about WNBA. That's why we bring in our guy, Michelle, for, you know, European soccer. That's why we bring in a mid-major Matt or a Maxwell Smart to talk about those lower-level games that don't have as much attention and, quite frankly, that the books are not devoting as much attention or capacity to either. That's That's where you can find the bad line or the bad money, right? So you combine those two things. You look for the lower-level games because there's more of a chance that, quite frankly, they get it wrong. And then you look for the where the sharps are going, where the money is going, because the money is attacking where they got it wrong. So you combine those two things, Joe, and I like that strategy a whole lot. Yeah, it's and un- <laughs> pros don't sleep, guys. There uh, you they, go. They uh, they don't sleep. Like so, by the time the public wakes up this time in the morning and opens up a book and You've sees, lost it. oh, it's let already me see moved. what's going on. It's already gone. Uh, it's already gone, which is why they're pros and the public is the public. It's very, go. it's not that hard to figure out. So while early line movement, we've always told you, especially in hoops and the NBA, watch the early line movement, what happens overnight. And then, of course, watch when the limits are lifted a half hour before tip off. These games start. Then look at that line movement. And right. that, too, will give you a really good idea of uh, of all the games that the money is coming, uh, you know, hard in it. Uh, like, I don't understand. It was six and a half all day, but all of a sudden, 20 minutes before tip-off, it's now seven you and know, a half. What the hell happened? Well, you know, Joe. What, what happened is the, is the pros came in with, uh, with an awful that's lot of right. money because the limits were lifted. That's and boom, right. That's how you can tell. Joe, when I go to the racetrack, when I go see the ponies, Joe, mm-hmm. okay, they're hanging the odds, right? And they're moving, right? But as you know, they do then the 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 parade, right? And yeah. I'll I'll go to the paddock, but I don't raise horses, right? right. I know about yeah. I want to see a little shiny coat and perky ears and a little bit of good stuff, you know, between their legs, whatever it is, right? But 
when the post parade happens, people who do know what to look for, right, then go in and get their money. So right, right. when there's like eight minutes to post, if a horse goes from 12 to 1 down to 6 to 1, somebody knows something. That's correct. And I'm yep. going to get up on it. And this is the same kind of thing, right? I don't know about what the horse is supposed to look like, but someone does. I don't know yep. about the MIAC conference, but somebody does. And when there's yep. a big movement there, I'm going to trust it. Yep. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, again, it's about reading a market. That's what this is, guys. It's very simple. Right. It's no different than, you know, soybean futures. You always go with soybeans, and- Joe. I you love always soybeans. go with soybeans yeah. as the commodity yes. you put out there. Yeah, I want. Well, yeah, it's a, listen, you make some money on soybeans, guys. Do you There's have that, stock uh, in soybeans? Because like maybe I you're may just putting have made it out a few there. Bucks on you're putting it out I'm there saying, all the time. All right, cool. Few, you know, cool. I may have I'm mad at you. on a soybean shortage, <laughs> and yes, capitalized on it, um, which is why it's my go-to. But. The, the the bottom line is they work very similar. Uh, understand? Yes. There's no reason. You know, listen, it's same thing in, in the stock market, Dane. You've got these. Sure. Billion-dollar investment companies, guys, putting their money in certain places, right? If you can figure out where it is that they're looking. Oh, Warren Buffett is increasing his stake? Sounds good to me. (laughs) You can, guy. You don't have to be a genius. You know, you don't have to be a market genius. You just need to know where to look, and then that's how you start. With so many different stocks, so many different teams, you got, you know, college hoops is so unique from that standpoint. Because you're going to have 150 games this weekend. So you're going, well, how the hell, where am I? That's always the first question is, where the hell do I look? Like, how am I supposed to start? Well, start by reading the board and understanding yes. the line movement. Because a lot of guys, they couldn't tell you three players on a team. But it doesn't matter. What they can tell you is their, their, feel, their effective uh, defense, their effective right. offense. Their the schedule that you may not right, know. Their turnovers. They know numbers. And maybe the biggest principle of them all, what we're tying this into and it's something that we've preached from day one you are betting numbers you are not betting teams so the fact that it's bethune cookman or care. houston baptist i don't care it, it, to them it doesn't the money make is real difference. right the money is it real it <laughs> matter to you either you are not you are not getting paid any more money because you're backing duke and everybody knows duke that's right there's no money to be made there's no power uh, five conference duke. bonus <laughs> exactly if you really want to start profiting and uh, and making some money uh the first thing you have to understand is a numbers are what matters not teams but b when you wake up in the morning, figure out, all right, where did the market start last night and where is it moved? So maybe I should concentrate and follow these games because wh- who is betting Lipscomb, North Alabama at one o'clock in the morning? People like, who, who know. Doing- People who know. That's correct. It certainly ain't the team. <laughs> it's, right. Hell, they won't even bet on themselves. <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah, so understand that these are just a few of the things where you look at and you go, I get it now. Like, I, I understand yeah. because you can get. You know, you start trying to go down a, a, a sheet, Dan, and you're like, oh, good God. Like, right. look at this. Like, right. oh, yo, we got Detroit, Utah. Sure. Like, first who thing do I, I do? Look at? I don't know any of these teams. Where do I start? Yep. Well, forget, first of all, stop looking at the names. Start looking at the numbers. Yeah. That's where you start. That's it's the first place, place I look when I go to the when I go yeah. to the racetrack. I look at the morning line and then what the movement's been. And they say it anywhere, Joe, in business, in government. You know, know when you're not the smartest person in the room and find out who is. You know, that's that what leadership is. Right. Stay away from names. Look at the numbers. We'll dive into the numbers next year for the night. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. how it goes and uh, i always find it uh, fascinating um how people want to uh people somehow <laughs> want to bash uh pat riley for uh for making the move uh, that he does and that he has done in the past which cracks me up because really there's only one thing that uh, that you need to remember when it comes to pat riley and a picture is worth a thousand words here guys um, and, uh, that's pretty much it right there. You can, you want to count the rings with me? Shall there we count go. the rings together? Uh, how do you wow. want to do it? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so when you, when you do it over and over and over and over again, it's not luck. It's not, uh, you don't, it's not that you don't know what you're doing. Uh, it's that, yeah, you, you don't argue with success, Dane. It's not that hard to figure out. Uh, Pat Riley, one of the all time greats because of the fact that he, uh, he makes moves that other guys are a either afraid to do or b realized too late that they could have done, and he's been one of the best at it for years. Absolutely. And if Gallinari comes his way. If that's a conversation we're having tomorrow, Dane, I, already I'm, I can tell you from a lot of the power rankings and a lot of people uh, are, are talking, saying it really does at least on paper. It's now Milwaukee and it's now the Miami Heat. It, and that's kind of, and the Miami Heat have already been a giant pain in the ass and a Milwaukee Bucks here because of how they're constructed. And now right. you throw in a 6'10 Gallinari, 6'10 mm-hmm. guy, who's hitting 40% from three point range. And now you've got Olenek, you've got yeah. Myers Lent, you've got size, you've got wing help, you've yeah. got athletic. Yeah, and you guys, have a closer, it, Joe. You yeah, have a closer exactly. in Jimmy Butler. Okay, when we get to the playoffs, right, when it's two minutes left in the clock, you know, that's what makes these guys live. That's why that's why I'm also, you know, I think Portland is dangerous because at any moment in time, Lillard can close you out. Right. You need that guy as well. And they already have that in Jimmy Butler. Yes, they do. And it's uh, and it's not. It'll be interesting. I don't think he's done. We'll see if he's able to pull off this uh, Gallinari trade. I do think they're all in. I think he's got a team, certainly, yep. that uh, can contend. And if you if you are Pat Riley, and we know this, he understands that you don't get a lot of uh, bites at the apple, so That's make right. a run while you can. Because how many of you had Toronto winning the damn final last year, okay? And uh, a lot of people, when, when Gasol was on his way to Toronto, was like, oh, man, he's washed up. What right. the hell are they doing? Right. Ain't going to win. That. Really? Okay. How'd that work out? You're filling yep. a role. You're a puzzle piece. This is not Andre and Godala going to you nope. know, play 28 minutes a game. We're not asking nope. him to go out there and score 15. What you need to do nope. is lock up Jason Tatum. That's it. <laughs> now, here's what we'll do, guys. I want to go through some of the uh, some of the trends for tonight. Okay. Uh, little TNA for the NBA and uh, in the games. Five games on the card, Dane. And yep. uh, we'll see if you can. Can you? Do you have access to the FanDuel lines? I got you. 
I got you. All right. So I got him up right I'll now. Put the game out, and I'll give you the trend so you guys know what's going on here. Orlando at the Knicks here sure. tonight. And what do we got for a line? Uh, the Knicks are at home, and they are getting three and a half points. And I'll caution you, like, we don't know if Morris is going to be on the roster come tonight. Yes. Yeah, there's a few of those guys that we have absolutely right. no idea about. But I will say this. Uh, home teams have won four straight against the number in this head-to-head series. Okay. So the Knicks being home tonight might be something you want to take Get a look at. And a half. That's right. Also, New Orleans at Chicago here tonight, Dane. The Pelicans taking on the Bulls. What's the spread in this one? The Bulls are at home, and they are home dogs. They are getting four and a half points. 231 is the number. New Orleans is on an eight and one against the number streak in their last nine games at Chicago. Eight and one against the number last nine at Chicago in this one, and it's uh, it's kind of a small number uh, for them. Four and, a half. Uh, and Zion maybe uh, bouncing back here tonight. How about Philly at Milwaukee? How about this game tonight, Dane? Sure, the Milwaukee Bucks are nine point favorites at home against the dysfunctional garbage fire that are the Philadelphia 76ers. Two twenty six is the number. Number though, Joe, that seems a little low to me. Am I crazy? Last six games of the Philadelphia Milwaukee Bucks head to head series over the total. There game. we go. Over the there total. We go. Very good. San Antonio at Portland tonight here. What's the spread on this one? In the Pacific Northwest, the Blazers are three and a half point favorites against the Spurs coming in 232 on the number. Love that. The over. Uh, is 9-2-1 in the last 12 between these two teams over the number in that one. And how about Houston at the Lakers tonight? Look at this. Westbrook will be back. Westbrook, uh, Harden, small ball it is for Houston. That's What's right. the line on this one? Lakers are uh, laying seven at home. Get a load of this. The last 14 matchups between these two teams, the over is 11-3 in that matchup. 11 mm. And three tonight, Dane. So definitely, uh, of course, small ball it is. That's uh, they've made that conscious decision to do that's it, right. Dane. That's that's what they want to do. So okay, I, we'll give it to you. I got no problem with that. Uh, we'll get over to the uh, college ranks here and take a look at some of these uh, matchups tonight and see if we can't give you a couple of uh, uh, a couple of trends worth uh, taking a look at, Dane. And we'll do. There's more to uh, scroll, so tell me where we're going. There's on this a one. little more there, so I'll tell you what. Why don't we do Connecticut UConn at Tulsa uh, tonight? Gotcha. Uh, I believe game six seventeen on the card. There, tell yep. me what uh, Connecticut and Tulsa is. Sure, Tulsa is at home, and they are two and a half point favorites over at our friends on FanDuel. One twenty eight and a half is the total, a relatively low total for this game. Probably a game that you guys probably wouldn't have paid attention to, but Tulsa guys six and one against the number in their last seven games against UConn. Uh, they've kind of owned this matchup here, certainly uh, against the number. So definitely a game that you want to keep an eye on. Also Cincinnati game six twenty seven six twenty eight. Cincinnati at Wichita yep. State. Dane, what do we got there? Wichita State at home is laying five and a half over at FanDuel one thirty four on the number. Is the total. I love this. Road teams have now won four straight against the number in this matchup. Four in a row against the number, the road team, which puts uh, Cincinnati in play on that one, guys, if you're uh, if you're looking at it. Give me the, uh, where is it? You mentioned it, 643-644, California at Colorado tonight, Dane. What's the number? Yeah, I'm still looking for that one, Joe. Give me a hot second. While that's happening, let me give you my play of the day because I got to try and still Go keep finding that. 
Remember how with these Rockets trades, we're mm-hmm. all like, oh, they're going small ball, they're going small ball, they're going small ball. What happens yes. when they face big-time Western Conference centers? Well, let's test that theory, Joe, because they got the Lakers tonight. So I yep. look at Anthony Davis prop bets, all right? And Anthony Davis, I'm looking at all his combined stuff, points, rebounds, and assists. The number is 42-and-a-half. I'm going to go over. I think he does work tonight against, you know, what, a 6'8 guy on the other side? Oh, I love that. I, I kind of like that. I, I love where you're Let's going with that, Let's test the theory, too. right? Like, test can it. they Absolutely. handle the big men? Let's yep. find out. Can they get the job done? I like where you're going with that. All right, I got Cal- uh, it was California you were looking for? Cal, yep. Cal, Colorado. Colorado a big, big yep. uh, Pac-12 matchup here tonight. Big number, big number. The uh, Colorado at home. Joe, they're laying 17 on FanDuel. S- Wow, 17, guys, what and a half is the you. number. Joe, another yeah. thing, lower total, right, and a big mm-hmm. spread, 17 points for the Buffaloes. And, and here, you guys are going to like this, the under in the last 15 between these two teams, last 15 matchups, the under is 12-3, and three, guys. So if I'm looking at a typical under matchup here, Dane, and yeah. I'm getting how many points? 17. Yeah, you guys know where we're uh, – you guys understand where we're going uh, with that. I'm, I'm sure yeah. you understand that. And I'll give you one more here, Dane, that uh, that right I like me. tonight as well. Give me uh, matchup number – let me get the number for you here. Uh, the 691-692 uh, we told you about, UCLA-Arizona State. Yeah. Tell me what the line is in this game. I got gotcha. you. Um, that one is five and a half. Arizona State at home, the Sun, De- the Sun Devils are laying five and a half, 141 and a half is your total. And they've also owned uh, UCLA. The last really? five games against UCLA, they have won. Uh, they've won actually four of them straight up and all five against the number. So uh, UCLA, though, coming in red hot, four out of their last five, they have won. Mick Cronin and company got it rolling here tonight. And uh, I think it's going to be real interesting to see, can he get these kids to win a game on the road? That's the big question. But the first game I gave you tonight uh, was the uh, was the game I'm going to go with here, right. that Connecticut-Tulsa game. Right. In, uh, yeah, I, uh, I can tell you this. It opened up Tulsa as a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home, right? Yep. Yeah, um, it got hammered down overnight, guys. A lot of big money came in on uh, UConn here. And to me... I'm looking at the over in this matchup. I think we can expect a ton of points in this game from both Connecticut and Tulsa. I think it lands in the 130s. I think it's only at 127, 128 right now. Uh, Give me the over in the Connecticut-Tulsa game here tonight. I think there is uh, absolute value in both of these teams being able to come close to uh, 70 points. And, uh, and push that well over. I think there's t- tons of value there, Dane. Right. And, of course, keep an eye, guys, the overnight lines, what what moved where. We gave you a couple of games with Lipscomb and North Alabama, right. Jacksonville. Um, take a look at the card, but don't forget, Dane, a half hour before tip-off. Come on back. That, that line movement, guys, is going to tell you an awful awful lot here so our best bets you're going with uh Anthony you're going Davis. with houston at ad baby i'm testing the AD. theory let's see AD. if he can do work when there's nobody to hang with him you know joe I also, mylene this idea also you know out there out west man usc going to arizona 
those are two teams that are battling close in the Pac-10. And, you know, the Trojans are getting 10 on the road. I don't know if it's an official play, but, you know, I sort of mm. think 10 points are too many. But my real uh, early line play of the day will be ride with the Anthony Davis props because they ain't got no one big enough to deal with them on the Rockets. So my other big question here is that uh, do I lay the 25 with That's what Gonzaga? I was going to ask you with Gonzaga. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 25 and a half on FanDuel, right? Ah. But they're immune. They're blowing people out, right, Joe? Uh, I mean, Loyola is, what, 2-7 and seven yeah, in the suck. West Coast Conference? They're awful. I guess uh, the question is, will, will they even play the second half? You know what I mean? Our friend Max, right? Our friend uh, Maxwell Smart joins yeah. us on Fridays for College Hoops, guys. Uh, it's very simple with him. He said there's a few definites in the world. One of them is definitely back Gonzaga in the first half of games right. and the total over yes. in their matchups. And like I'd that. be hard-pressed to avoid doing that. I'd take the Zags in the first half and give me the over in that game, too. They might score 110 points Sounds themselves. Good. Here, Sounds I good. love it. All right, guys, morning after is next. Dana and I will be back tomorrow on the early line, breaking it down, getting you ready for XFL. an even uh, bigger call. XFL, XFL as well. tomorrow. Lewitt joins Let's us. So go. good luck with your plays, guys. Come back and join us tomorrow here on The Grid. Good luck to you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.